So, welcome back. Series three, Phil. Fucking hell, are you excited? Oh, absolutely buzzing. It feels it. It feels it. <laughs> first, first, first season as the Midlands Rugby Pod. Third season as having to podcast with you. It's, it's aged me, mate. Not going to lie. Looks Look, like it. Yeah, looks rough. Looks rough. I've even got a soft focus on, so you can't see the wrinkles. So, Phil, what's, what, what's been happening since we last spoke? Bye. Uh, well, we've had this fantastic new uh, RFU league system that's uh, really galvanised the pavies, guys. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like starting a league campaign knowing you've got a trip to Anik in December. Um, so, yeah, we're in a new league. The whole level five is in a new system. Level six is in a new system. Uh, level four is in a new system. So um, everyone's a bit all over the place. Nobody really knows anybody who they're playing against. Um, so it's like starting anew. And um, it's not really a great start for Pavs, but um, we'll stick in there and, and try and see how the rest of the season. But the great news is that our twos are playing competitive rugby. And we're uh, playing fucking well, to be fair. Yeah, and you you, you snuck a win on Saturday against Cleethorpes. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think I think it's good for the club. We just need some more players, please. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And hopefully, uh, we'll be able to see some old faces come back as well. But now Ben's looks like he's moving and he's not frozen or lagging or whatever. How are you doing? I know that question broke you a minute ago, but <laughs> I'm very well, thanks, mate. Yeah, all good. I've had a busy evening. I've just um, fitted a tap in the kitchen. You do, which is a a new skill. You you do everything. You're um, ad- well, yeah, yeah. Sad. I'm adding plumbing to the list now, mate. As as one of the trades that I offer in, in the local area. So Bestwood Village hit me up. I'll, I'll get going. If anyone needs their uh, their pipes cleaning, just let Ben Taylor know. If you're uh, <laughs> his way, not a problem. <laughs> uh, people might people might not know Ben. Um, he played about 20 minutes and then pinged his hammy uh, the next training session. So he's, he's actually at Paz now. Um, but Ben, do you want to walk us through where you've played around the mid? Well, where you played and then where you played around the Midlands? Yeah, sure. So um, I started playing rugby when I was about eight, I think. Went up to Wellington Rugby Club. Again, just the closest club to where I was living. Generally, most of the clubs I've, I've played for have been the nearest side to where I've lived. And um, Went up to Wellingborough and I played there through age group up to Colts. We had a good Colts run and um, played in the a National Cup and stuff and I had a good run in that. And um, then after Colts, I was sort of knocking on the door for the ones initially and then played thirds for a bit, then seconds. And then eventually due to a knee injury of an old boy, I got my chance in the ones and played there for, I think, two or three seasons whilst I was at university. Um and then after that, I played a little bit of Warrington when I was in. And after I went down to um, Gloucestershire to work, and I started playing for Sirencester again because I was given the choice of a couple of clubs, and, and I was told Sirencester was the way to go for the closest good standard of rugby. Um, so I went nipped over there um, and played there for a season and a half, and then I moved to Fairford, another team in Gloucestershire, and played there for three or four seasons until moving up here, which I moved to Nottingham in July. So. 
There we go. And and the, the Fairford lads, we've never obviously met, you've obviously met them, but we haven't. They seem to uh, they seem to sing your praises quite highly, which I'm yet to to see evidence of, if I'm honest. But they they definitely yeah, I'm seeing a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of gas on the old social media, isn't there? Like before yeah. the games and stuff. I was thinking I better start, I better start backing it up, really. But. Is it because people that live in Fairford don't know there's anything outside of Fairford? So you found Nottingham and they've gone fucking out. He's done it. He's free. <laughs> it's definitely quite a tight knit community, Tom. I mean, that's <laughs> yes. that's how I would put it. That's all right. Um, just just no Fairford lads. He is calling you inbred. Um, <laughs> with, 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 Fair, with with Fairford, um, like like we just said, they they obviously speak quite highly of you. Um, what was it like moving down somewhere completely different to, to one of the places in the southwest to play? I mean, um, moving down that way was yeah, it was a hell of a change. Just generally, a lot quieter areas, a lot of a uh, it's a much uh, sort of I don't know, much nicer, friendlier place than Wellingbrook can be at times, which is which is a thing to be said. And then yeah, I mean the rugby down there was was good fun. I mean, obviously, we were playing Gloss 1, um, not necessarily the highest standard of rugby, but we some trips down to sort of dreams, um, a few Gloucester teams and stuff, and you play like a, a varying brand of rugby against that lot, so there'd be a lot of just pick and go, short carry rugby, and then there'd be some teams that like to throw it about, and I think Fairford in that brand, they, they definitely aim to play. When I was playing, started playing from, the average age of the back line was about 21, 22. Oh, I, was the old, I was a senior bod in that, you know. So what position were you playing at Fairford when you got there? Well, Fairford, I got there and said I was a nine. And I'm a little bit tall for a nine, I guess. And they were sort of lacking in other areas. So they sort of put me at 12, I think, in the first game. And I played that first game at 12. And then I think they had an injury or an unavailability at scrum half and they moved me across. And... Um, that was that was my my go to have a go at scrum half, and then uh, that was it. They realised, oh yeah, it, he's an iron because <laughs> I was sort of hitting very timid lines at twelve and throwing speculative passes out the back, much like the passing now, to be honest. But um, just to say, it wasn't that it wasn't that you. Oh, he's an iron. They went, no, he's not a twelve. <laughs> yeah, I think I, th- I think it was yeah more of a process of elimination in the back lines for me than particularly <laughs> me playing a specific position. But yeah, no. Got in at nine and they needed sort of barking around a little bit. We had a really good pack um, and a very talented back line when everyone was available. So it was more about making sure that we just in the right areas and move the team around. So I guess it was, I'm a nine, you know, I always have been. So it's much easier for my brain anyway to know where I'm running, just ruck to ruck, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think though, and Phil, you, you'll probably be able to talk to it a little bit better than me, but the Midlands itself, you know where you think of some areas and there's so certain areas have got a stereotype for being a certain brand of rugby and it's always, you know, it, most of it's going to be scrappy-do and stuff. But Midlands, I feel like, has got a, quite a wide variation. You will go some places where it is a dogfight <laughs> and then other places you are running width to width in defence and in attack. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the problem with the Midlands is it just get kind of like, because we're in the middle... That's the name. Um, we kind of get sort of like a, a merge of each. So if you think the the southeast play supposedly Flasfo in rugby and the northwest play mongrel bish bosh, but um 
I think, yeah, you kind of get like the the mix down here. And even, you know, in some teams, some teams got the capability to do both as well. Yeah. Uh, like you, you look at, you know, when we played Bourneville the year they got promoted, you know, they could, when it was wet and horrible, they just went up front and beat the crap out of people. And when it was dry or they played at their 4G, they'd, they'd play it around and trick it around. So <clears throat> I think um, coaching in the Midlands is actually some of the best in the country because you've got blokes who have done both styles. Um, yeah, I think I think I think the Midlands League is probably one of the stronger leagues. Like the, I mean, the one we played in last year, probably one of the stronger leagues, um, just due to the, the the sort of the mixed potential of the players. Yeah, and there's also I know we 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 like to think rugby is moving away from the private school life, but there's also quite a few good rugby schools around the Midlands as well, which are teaching various brands of rugby. Yeah, I mean you got like Warwick. Who've always been up there and there thereabouts. You've got Bedford, whatever they're called. Um, is it Bedford, Bedford Modern? School. It's just just Bedford School, isn't it? Well, it's Bedford Modern, I think, or something weird like that. Yeah, uh, they, they've they've really pushed the rugby, and they put their they were when I last saw them play a few years ago, they were playing some nice stuff. And mm. I think we just got a real positive attitude to rugby in uh, in the well, in the region. So um, sadly, they. Um, <laughs> The county teams don't do so well, but um, that can't be helped. No, but there's prem, there's there's prem teams everywhere now as well, isn't there? Because you've got obviously the wasps moving up to the Rico in Coventry. Yeah, wasps, Saints. Is their academy base still down? No, the wasp academy is up in in Coventry as well. Yeah. So yeah, more academy setups, and those Leicester and Saints ones have always been pretty strong academies, haven't they? Yeah. For producing players. And then you got Worcester, obviously, as well, not too far away. Well, yeah, yeah. Had Worcester. I don't know whether they're still... Just about... Be on a shoestring, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. bit like my... Lots of, la- lots of land, apparently. They'll be fine, won't they? <laughs> they have got loads of land. Yeah. Yeah. A normal That's amount of pitches awesome. around that ground. Yeah. But there's also quite a good few champion like that one that two teams around the mids as well isn't there which massively helps boosting because you get like our mate Jack gets to go up have a go at Rav Jack Taylor and then do his time there and, and take pass on what he's learned elsewhere I imagine um, right and border chain rugby I'm not an Oz uh, I reached out to the thousands of fans that we have of the the new the branded Midlands Rugby podcast on Spotify, Apple, and all that shit. That's what they do. Um, two questions I want to bring up. First one is one that we can all talk to. Uh, so someone pinged in. I can tell you here in a minute where I find it. Talking about a tour that you went to, Danny Brig. Danny Briggs, that'll be yeah, my old coach at Fairford. Yeah, my old coach at Fairford. Um, Dendermond. Any, any good? Good fun? I didn't go to Dendermond. Well, Danny. <laughs> for us. That's a shocker, isn't it? Great, great <laughs> coach. Shit at realising he's there and he's not. But what, what's your well, best? Can't... Well, my, well, the irony is obviously a tour led me up this way, didn't it, really? Um, oh, yeah. So Oh, yeah, that's, toured... a better, that's a better question. How did rugby... get into that... <laughs> How did rugby uh, lead to you getting with a, a member of the Doxbridge Trent University clan? 
Yeah, so Bond was originally planned again. So those guys had such a good time, clearly that they didn't remember that I was there or I wasn't, um, that they rebooked it. Um, and during COVID, it got cancelled. So the lads were sort of pining for a trip away and a tour. And once things started to get back going again, they arranged just a weekend stay in Nottingham in the middle of the summer. So I think it was like August time. And they'd uh, no rugby, obviously, at that point. They couldn't get any fixtures or anything. So we booked the 100. So it was a classic rugby tour with no rugby. Um, but we booked the 100 at Trent Bridge. So they watched the, we watched the Trent Rockets on the Friday night. Um, it was a messy bus trip up. I did like a naked spider up the bus, which I wasn't too proud of, but it seemed to go down really well. And um, four legged spider. Yeah, it was my it was my tour debut as well, so I had to sing my song on the way up, which was um, it went down well. What was it? Yeah, you, you clearly want to tell us. I don't think it would be sensible to reveal it. You see, because I'm I'm sure something like that might come across at pubs, and you don't you don't reveal all your tricks, there, But you, it's a classic. You've got tricks. Jesus. <laughs> on a bus, yeah, the lads have been <laughs> for that. That's that spider that I was talking about. Um, and then, yeah, so we, we rocked up uh, in Nottingham, did the first night of the, of the cricket. And then um, Saturday, daytime, we got on a smash all day. I think we went to like Rock City in the evening. Um, I had a handlebar tash and like some dodgy aviators on all night. So, Obviously, I was hot property in the town. Fucking um, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we uh, we like bolted into NG1 because we were looking for somewhere else to go at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And that's when I met my partner, Katie. So, yeah, that, that was how that happened. And um, yeah. Before everyone who's from Nottingham knows what NG1 is, it's definitely Casey and not Kieran. Who's... No, it's definitely yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were out of us the other week, weren't you, Tom? Uh, Kieran, Kieran's a good friend. But, you know, it was definitely Casey, so it's all it's all good. And um, yeah, what was I going to say? In the morning after, I got a text from Danny Briggs, actually, the the gent that's text in there, basically saying, "I've ordered you a breakfast. Courts in like ten minutes. Are you going to be there?" And I'd obviously woken up, not really knowing where I was, so. Um, I was thinking, yeah, no problem. So I jumped, got into the Uber and I think I missed court by about 15 minutes, which didn't get down too well. But I had my full English, so it's all good. And you had your full serving earlier that morning. Um... <laughs> no, no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Oh, Tom, that's, I'm, a I'm classic, that's a classic awkward Tom. <laughs> Going, going. I know we kind of pitched this a little bit locker room chatty. <laughs> Lies. I actually know it quite, and I don't really want to upset. Um, it's fine. I'm not going to cut it out. Um, Phil, you've uh, we've all heard stories of some of your mates that went that went walkies uh, on a on a tour. Are you still not willing to reveal who they, them people are? I mean, I don't think that's my place to be revealing people, is it? Um, but no, there's been some good ones. Yeah. Um, we've had we've had someone on here that did one of the great like night out disappearances on a tour, um, and didn't realise that we were leaving at nine o'clock the next morning. That was quite a good one, and, and he he has been on this this podcast or a, a previous podcast that we did. Um, no place. Uh, yeah, so there's been some good ones. <laughs> uh, 
other ones where, uh, again, we've been uh, maybe ejected from our facility of dwelling um, a significantly lot earlier than we should have been. <laughs> and uh, someone was uh, not, not uh, in that place and had to meet us at the Tesco that we all went to having been escorted out. So, um, yeah, there's been a few. Uh, can't say I've done it myself, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the course, really, isn't it, on a tour? It is. You've always got to have that one bloke that takes it for the team. Um, so, well done, Ben. Proud of you for that one. Um, another question was from Pavia's Rugby Football Club's very own Matt Mull. Matt Mull and you. Um, he wants to know why you're putting on a, a Gloucester accent when you've only been there a few years. Oh, God. I think it's hard not to do it. I mean, especially around the Fairford way. All the all the lads are always on each other, like, you won't bab, you won't babber. Yeah. And uh, it sticks really quickly. Before like, you went, did you, uh, had you come across the phrase Gert Lush before you got there? <laughs> no, yeah, but then we were saying that all the time. I mean, I'd, I'd never heard of it before. Gert Lush. Gert Lash. Uh, it sounds terrible. Spot on. It sounds terrible. It's one of the highest compliments you can get from a southwesterner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you if you're eating a really good bacon sandwich, you might hear a Gert Lash that. And yeah. yeah no, the, the I, just, I just looked where Furford is. I, I I didn't know where Furford was. It looks miles away. Isolated would be the way I describe it. It's in the arsenal, yeah. in the southwest. Yeah. So, like all of our. All of our games in Glosswell were pretty much everyone's longest travel. So they'd all be bus trips. So it'd be like, it'd only be a, it wouldn't be a long bus trip for them, you know, only from Gloucester or Bristol. But it would be 45 minutes an hour for them. But it'd be their like big day for the season for their away bus trip. So they'd jump on the bus, come down to us. And to be fair, last season handed us a few times and then got back on the bus and went home. Um, <laughs> you know, Fair, Fairford's a really small setup. It's just, um, the pitch is town council owned. They're definitely a club punching well above their weight. Do you know what I mean, um, town council ground, and we we socialise at the cricket club, which is down the road. So we have to navigate people after they play at ours to head down through the town and go up to the cricket club. But they're sort of like there's a real there's a real positive thing that comes from that. Everyone enjoys it, and everyone knows everyone, and it's just it's a great laugh. You know, everyone has such a good time with one another. Um, and I people like really have you yeah yeah so it's probably I don't know it's not not quite half a mile that's definitely a stretch but in terms of driving it's 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 a drive back to go to the cricket club you know you could just wander through but you're not going to make those guys when they come on the bus or they've all driven over they all drive over have a bit of grub with us and then get on their way oh yeah but, I, found, uh, I found the rugby club yeah oh right okay yeah that is uh, it's a journey so that's a weird setup. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah interesting oh sorry I just got distracted I didn't even know where Furford was I thought I'd look yeah and then obviously we, we're travelling to a lot of clubs that have been established for like you know you guys are going into your centenary year this year aren't you and like a lot of those clubs we've played against have, have been around for that long quite established rugby clubs you know Stroud and um, Sirencester were in our league and yeah there was, there was there was a few Dursley and these clubs have been around for a long time, you know, and they've got quite good setups, sort of. So, for sure, there's there's those hindrances, but um, 
Bradford definitely play a good a good level for it, which is which is great. And they 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 put themselves about and try them try hard. You know, it's great. Yeah, no, they do seem like a good set of lads. And if they want to come back to Knots, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure they we can actually play <laughs> if they want a game of rugby. Um, yeah, no. So if you've, not been to, if you've not been to Dendermon, though, does that mean that's where we've got to go next? Well, Dendermon do those tour packages, don't they? So it's the full event, isn't it, out there for the weekend? Oh, maybe. Right. Um, is, that, is that the Belgian place? Yeah, it's Belgium, yeah, where... and everyone gets the bus trips out, and it's all beer tokens and everything out there. Yeah, because we had someone who played, who played there, didn't we? We had... Um... Yeah. Obviously, Sam Hunter says the Dendermon, he's now Valencia or something like that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He played out there for a few years. Yeah. They do like a festival, it's like a festival set up and everything there, so there's like live music and gigs in the evening, and it's a whole package tour. I don't know, there's another other sports on as well, but like Bruce Rayana was playing in the year that Dendermont went in against them in the Vets, the sort of Fairford Vets team. And it was just great. You know, the, the stories from that tour, I bet there's some lads on that in that rugby team that can tell some stuff. I've heard a bit of it, but I won't relay anything. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all, yeah. all yeah. there, isn't it? <laughs> if we ever meet up with them, we uh, we get them to, to pass it on. I'm I'm still fully back in to well now MRP Sevens team down to Bournemouth Sevens. I'll take the the fat fuckers rugby team, Phil, and you can take people that actually give a shit. And then we're... I think I should probably be in the fat fuckers one. To be fair, we are now, mate. Sorry, Ben. You can take the uh, those that give a shit, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, well, and stuff. I know what a what a dream that would be to be able to have. A, imagine a whole weekend away from your kids, Phil. Oh no! Don't tease me. I feel like I feel like after speaking to a few people from different clubs this season, so already well, Newark and Cleesfords, people who are kind of the the other side of thirty um, to us young whippersnappers only play rugby to get away from the kids. Still only like only now still play because it's like oh, it's, it's a day off. Is that I mean, what you? Know, I don't know what you're trying to do to people here, but. You, you're revealing secrets that don't need to be revealed. That's the, like the dark arts of social <laughs> rugby, isn't it? <laughs> I've not named anyone, have I? I didn't. I, George Billum told me not to tell anyone. Right? So <laughs> just that, we were talking. We were talking about the other day, Phil, weren't we? About the sort of rugby club on a Sunday being a free crash for adults, oh, essentially. To <laughs> yeah, let the kids run wild into the woods and like. Do whatever they like, and then we'll we'll come and grab and take them home a few hours later once we've yeah, had our fun. Yeah, I, I I love going up on a Sunday. My kids absolutely adore being up there on a Sunday, um, just because it's just a free for all. People just coming and going constantly, and then I mean the other day I took them up there, literally planned to be up there for a few hours while Ruth went for a run, and we stayed there for six hours. <laughs> I got home at like half four, having been there since ten. So I was just like, yeah, no, they love it. But uh, um, for some reason, Saturday doesn't seem to be such a draw for them. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've only got probably five minutes because what I didn't realise is at the end of last season of Passport, I uh, cancelled the subscription for Zoom. So we've only got four, now four minutes left, but... Uh, a question I'd like to ask you, Ben, what are you, and we're not going to go down the old route of what's your favourite rugby moment, what, what excites you most about playing in, uh, in and around the Midlands and 
mostly north. Uh, <laughs> or the northeast. <laughs> or the northeast yeah. <laughs> I, would, I'd, well, I was going to say those long bus trips to start off with. Um, but yeah, no, we've got a few tracks, haven't we? I, I, I'd say, um, I'd definitely say coming back up to, to play in, in these sort of Midlands Northeast League that we're in, it's, it's, it's a standard jump for me, you know, which is which is the main priority about moving to the area. I mean, luckily, Pabs is my, lo- my local club. It's the, it's the nearest one to me, I think, or the, the quickest one I can get to. But for me, it was about, I'm 27, so it was about playing sort of the best level or most workable high level that I could play um, for a few seasons before, you know, you start to cack in a little bit and your knee starts to go and you, you can't do it anymore. So, that was the most important thing to me. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's nice to be back this way, I guess, and and, and play, like you say, those varying brand of, brands of rugby and not really knowing what you're going to expect every weekend. It's kind of, it's interesting and fun, isn't it? So it's a challenge. It's something to look forward to. It's much like the league that we've been put in. It's um, the unknown's a good thing. You know, it's going to make a team that's building together better, isn't it? So, yeah. It was actually quite, quite a good answer that. Quite shocked by that. Yeah. It's quite profound, wasn't it? It was quite <laughs> profound. I don't really know where to go with that. Phil, you got anything? <laughs> no, he's, he's absolutely sumped us there. Um, I guess... Yeah, um, we, had, we had all of our lot on last the last two seasons and we've been like trying to get something slightly intelligent out of the bastards. For <laughs> two years. And he turns up five minutes later, just comes out like he's some form of like profit. <laughs> Yeah, there is there is one thing to be said for Ben. He is by far and away the fittest bloke that's turned up to the club for a long time. Uh, irritatingly so. Um, for those who are listening on Spotify, he meant fitness because he's not the fittest bloke at pubs. I am. That's our, that's our, that's our scope. I'm a good looking lad. You are now. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take a fucking compliment. If, if we're taking improvements, you're, you're up there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Ben, you are right. Phil is right. You've turned up and you've already fitted in straight away. So it's a pleasure for us to, to have you. Um, and from what I can hear, from what I can read from other teams you played for, you were definitely a bit of a beacon for them as well. So we appreciate you, have you? And I've been that you kind of make some bit of a, a bit of a path for yourself in the Midlands rugby scene, which would be good. Because obviously we refer everything back to the Midlands now um, because of the name change. Yeah, yeah we've cool. called, it, called it the Midlands, haven't we? And then we've been putting the fucking northeast. <laughs> Let, let's do all the branding for the Midlands Rugby podcast. Yeah, where's Billingham based, Tom? Fuck <laughs> knows. Don't care. Don't care. I'm not going. Um, I think that's... Anic edition. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's a live pod from Anik. That's <laughs> on the seventeenth of December. They must have a must have a trailer park. We call staying up there. Um, anyway, we don't know who we're going to have on next week. We were hoping to be a bit more prepared this year. We took four months off to think about the podcast, and we've done far cool. Um, but Ben, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been yeah, no problem at all. Pleasure. Right, pleasure. It's been good to to work out where in your house is the best Wi-Fi spot. So. That's- <laughs> Yeah, sorry that took so long. I should have worked a bit harder to sort it out before I got on the phone with you, lads. But uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming on, like I said, and we will catch up with you soon. But Phil, we are going to still end this every same way. You've got less than a minute. Um, have you got any wise words? Um, 
no, I'll, I'll work on some for next week. Beautiful. Right. Thank you very much, then, boys. Uh, and we will see you all next week. Cheers. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>